Hi, and welcome to the 5-Minute Business Boost, where you get to choose your 5-Minute Investment. I'm your host, Sam Hicks, and I'll be discussing topics under the headings of business development, marketing, photography, and much more. So buckle up, buttercups, and here we go. So this is Small Business Big Hearts, the Power of Community Sponsorship Part 2. This is the community partnership episode for community groups and events. had to think about that slowly, but I need to be very clear that this is for the other side of the fence. These are for community group and events, organisers, committees and so forth. So in part one, I discussed the power of community sponsorship and identified all the components, the benefits, the processes and how sponsorship works. So now it's for community groups and events. So I've been involved in both sides of the sponsorship landscape and I have seen some shockers over the years from forgotten logos to the wrong logos, upside down, back to front, wrong colour, wrong fonts, wrong name of business, no sponsorship thank yous, missed networking opportunities and budget runovers. Oh, good grief. So embarrassing. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I've made some foobars over the years, but you learn very quickly, especially when you're a volunteer and especially when you're dealing with a business who has invested time or money or given in-kind contributions. Nothing worse than peeing local business off. You damage it for your event and everybody else's. So, When you run an event that you have sponsors involved or you want to involve sponsors, you need to ensure you have the correct person handling this vital part of the event. So it might be somebody in charge of marketing, sponsors, community partnerships, etc. Give them a name, give them a bit of an outline of what they're doing and let them run with it. For me, some of the practical drilling down components, they need to know their way around Microsoft Word, email and potentially Canva. Why, you ask? lists, communications and artwork. Anywho, organising a successful community event requires more than just enthusiasm. It demands strategic collaboration. For local events and community groups seeking sponsorship from small businesses, the journey is quite an exciting one. It's marked by careful planning, effective communication and a shared commitment for that whole community enrichment, bringing everybody together. So here's a little bit of a guide on how to attract sponsorship and foster meaningful partnerships. Number one, understand your event's value proposition. Before reaching out to potential sponsors, it's crucial to have a clear understanding of what your event offers to find your goals, your target audience and the unique value it brings to the community. This clarity will be the foundation of your sponsorship pitch. One local event impressed me. They had worked out the economic value and visitor value it brought to the town. Now, even though it was an event that I didn't want to sponsor, there was something I think about, a misalignment, the target market, I thought, oh, my God, if I was a business where my target market was the same as the events, I'd be signing up in an absolute frenzy because I just love the fact that they knew who they were, what they do, what they stand for and who attends their event. Very impressive.
Number two, crafting an irresistible sponsorship proposal. Small businesses receive numerous sponsorship requests. One of the biggest gripes I heard was from one particular sector that they received requests weekly. Majority with no thought put into the request. And there is a saying, refusal often offends. So your proposal needs to be stand outing amongst all of the others. You stand outing even a word, but you understand what I mean. It needs to stick its head up above everybody else so that business owner goes, wow, I want to be part of that. So you need to include such things as event overview, demographics, and the benefits. So with the event overview, provide a concise yet compelling description of your event. You might want to talk about some successes. You know, is it the second year the event's been running? Is it the 25th? Think about those things that are going to be important. Treat that small business as if they've never heard about your event before. Don't oversell it but just give a really good, concise event overview. Number two, demographics. Highlight the demographics of your audience and how they will align with a small business target market. Means you have to do some research, people. Number three, benefits of sponsorship. Clearly outline the benefits they will receive, such as brand exposure, advertising opportunities, and overall community goodwill. Carefully consider this point. A logo in a local print media publication may not cover, cut it for savvy business owners who understand where their target market engages with their media information. Always give them a bit of a mix. Top tip there. Number three, tailoring your approach. Different businesses have different values and goals. Tailor your approach to align with the potential sponsor's values. Show them how supporting your event can help them connect with the community and enhance their brand image. Top tip, research the business. What do they hold dear to their heart? Think about the owners. Think about the team. Think about what the business offers. Number four, emphasising mutual collaboration. Make it really clear that that sponsorship deal is not going to be just a one-way street where the event goes, oh, here, give me my your $500, off you go, and that's it. You need to be able to emphasise it is a collaboratively formatted aspect collaboration, such big words, but you want to talk about how that small business can seek out, identify or be part of the event or how they can actually provide input on how they can maximise their impact for the event. Brainstorm, ideas only enhance the event. Think of value adds. Think outside the square, but think collaboration. The benefits of collaboration. Illustrate how the partnership is a win-win situation. Small businesses benefit from increased brand visibility, have a greater access to a local audience and will have a positive association with the opportunity for that increased community engagement. So think about the benefits of that collaboration. It's also the networking. Meanwhile, your event receives crucial financial support and expertise. I've seen firsthand a sponsor who then became part of 
down the track, a member of the not-for-profit board or a subcommittee. It was an awesome outcome for a small community to have an additional member to join the team. Why? Because the small business owner had a brilliant day out at the event, saw the benefits, ticked all the boxes and said, you know what, this is a quality group. I want to be part of it moving forward. Number six, showcasing the event's reach. During the event, actively showcase the sponsor's contributions. This could include prominent logo placement, shout-outs during announcement, and dedicated spaces for the business to interact with attendees. Now, I know this may not be always possible because I'm doing a, a broad stroke across hundreds of different types of events and happenings, but think outside the square. Pull up banners, banners, display vinyl banners, electronic notice boards, notes or acknowledgements in the program, or my favourite, a huge thank you board. People love to see their name up on a board with other like-minded sponsors. Number seven, post-event recognition. After the event, highlight the success of the collaboration. Share the metrics. Don't be scared of sharing the metrics. Share testimonials and any positive impact the small business had on the community as a collective. This not only serves as a thank you, but is also valuable feedback for the sponsor. It all gets on that return for in return on investment. If you've got data, data doesn't lie. Number eight, the biggest one I think out of them all, saying thank you. Expressing gratitude is key to building long-term relationships. Send personalised thank you notes, share post-event reports and public acknowledge their support through social media, newsletters and any relevant channels. This is vital. So many times I don't see this done. Face palm in brackets, but you know what I mean. It's a little cringy. So seeking feedback. Encourage open communication by seeking feedback from sponsors. Now, this is a top tip. Understand what worked well from their side of the fence and where there might be room for improvement or even they've walked away from the event with a light bulb moment for a future event. And this information is invaluable for those future collaborations. And this can be as simple as an email or a survey via a tech company. You know, I'm thinking survey monkey, something like that. Building long-term relationships. Successful sponsorships are the beginning of a long-term relationship. Keep the lines of communication open. Update sponsors on the impact of their support and explore ways to collaborate on future events or initiatives. If you have an active social media platform and a sponsor, either past or current, showcases a milestone or an achievement, think about sharing that post and congratulate them, highlighting, of course, that they were past sponsors from a previous event. In the world of community events and small business sponsorships, collaboration is the key to creating lasting positive change. By approaching sponsorships strategically, events can secure the support they need while helping small businesses thrive and make a meaningful impact in the local communities. Together, we build stronger, more vibrant towns and regional communities. Thanks for listening to the 5-Minute Business Boost. For more information, follow me on social media, sign up for my newsletter, or check out my website to see how we can work together to reach your 
small business goals. And remember, anything is possible, especially northeast of Victoria. Till next time, cheerio.